Bum, bum, ba, 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 bum, bum, ba, 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 bum, bum, ba, 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 bum. I just felt like we needed some intro music today. My name's Matt, and I'm sitting straight across from my good friend, Brad Hahn. Brad Hahn. Matt Yaunt and Brad Hahn, and we are your voices again Sorry. in the Victory Point <laughs> Bible Reading Podcast. Sorry, I let Thursday him say it. I edition. tried to stop him. Thursday, I control the buttons. Yeah. Thursday edition, July 15, reading Ephesians 2, 11 through 22. Uh, before we get into that, Brad, Thursdays is typically Thankful Thursday. So uh, we like to engage in thankfulness. So Brad, uh, what, is, what is one thing you could share with us as you think back in the last seven days, just something that you want to give God thanks for, just his goodness, his grace, big or small, uh, share a word of thanks with us today. Yeah, I think as we talked about um, yesterday, I think it was yesterday, uh, just Friday that I had you know a day of rest on Friday. Um, mm-hmm. That was huge. I'm extremely thankful for that and thankful for my mother who helped make that happen. And uh, yeah, brush hogging. Yes, right, if I recall. Uh, we're, yeah, working out on the farm a little bit and just uh, taking life at a slower pace for a day. Yeah, uh, and then celebrating the holiday. Um, yeah, there's so much to be thankful for and all of that. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, thankful to be here now at the time now and mm-hmm. um, with the people I'm in life with. So mm-hmm. many, many things. I told Matt we could talk the whole time about just being thankful we could. for things. We could. So, uh, yeah. So there's a few of them. Yeah. And my wife, because you got to say your wife. Yeah. Right? You can't ever say. You right. Know, when you're married and somebody says, what are you thankful for? It's always got to be family first. So, yes. 100% my wife first. Yes. Yeah. Yep. She doesn't listen to this, so <laughs> somebody tell her I said that, please. <laughs> I'll tell her. Yeah. I'll email her right, yeah. at, right when All we're right. done. I'll text right. her. How about yourself, Matt? What are you thankful for? Yeah. Well, uh, what's one thing I'm thankful for? I have four things. Uh, number one, That's I'm thankful typical, for- t- Typical pastor answer there. Yep. What's one thing? Oh, I got four Here's points. my three-point <laughs> yeah. thankfulness. I'm thankful for Tori. Okay. Now I have to say that because yep. you said, Rachel, I can't not say that. Yep. Um, I'm thankful for you, Brad. I'm thankful for your friendship and uh, just the fun we're having uh, engaging the scriptures together. I'm thankful for donut holes. Uh, we took a little break between recording Wednesday and Thursday, and uh, we found some frozen donut holes in the freezer in the staff kitchen. So Pam, hope it was okay that we ate those. Um, yeah. They were left over uh, from our July 4th service here at Victory Point. They're not two weeks old, don't worry. No, they're good <laughs> frozen. Uh, but Really, like what I what I really want to express gratitude for right now in this moment is um, I'm thankful to to the Victory Point family. I'm thankful especially to the Victory Point elders and staff leadership team um, that uh, are all uh, contributing um, and blessing me in getting away for four weeks. Um, you know, when when this podcast week airs uh, on Monday, July 12. That will be my first day of a four-week vacation. I've, I've never done uh, a vacation this long before, and I, I feel like I'm I'm really in need of it. Like you talked about Monday, like just being, uh, he makes me lie down, you know. Uh, I, I, I'm looking forward to lying down figuratively and just resting, you know, David. Also physically. Uh, yeah, David in a period of rest we read earlier this week. Um, it's where he began to listen and, and dream, you know, just to, to hear hear from the Lord uh, and what the Lord wants of him. And uh, I'm looking forward just to space and time, uh, just to, to rest. I, I think I'm a little more weary than I, I let on sometimes. And um, I'm grateful for a church that uh, 
blesses me with this. And, and actually today, July 15, um, uh, by the time people listen to this, I'll be on an airplane uh, with my wife, Tori, and mother-in-law, Judy, and we will be flying up to Alaska and are going to we're going to join our sons, Reese and Levi, who are already there working for the summer, and our daughter, JC, uh, who flew up on July 7. And uh, we're going to be together as a family in Alaska for two weeks. And um, awesome. that is going to be epic. So I'm really, really, really grateful um, for this opportunity. Yeah, that sounds awesome. You bet. Don't worry, we'll take care of it around here. Yep, yep. If anybody <laughs> needs anything, just call Brad. Yep. Okay, we're we're, we're in good hands. Yep. No, it's going to be great. We got such a great team of elders and leaders. Like, uh, I'm not even going to think about Victory Point. At least that's my goal. Yeah. Yep. Fine. All right, Ephesians 2, uh, verses 11 through 22. Find that in your Bible or on your device, or just listen to me as I read this. Here's what Paul says. Um, first of all, just uh, in, in the beginning of Ephesians 2, he talks about it is by grace you are saved through faith. It's a gift of God. Um, and then he says this, therefore, because of that, remember that formerly you who are Gentiles by birth and called uncircumcised by those who call themselves the circumcision, which is done in the body by human hands. Thanks for that That parenthetical, you know, yeah, it's uh, not a great job addition there, Paul. Um, remember that at remember at that time you were separate from Christ, excluded from citizenship in Israel and foreigners to the covenants of the promise without hope, without God in the world. But now in Christ Jesus, you who once were far away have been brought near by the blood of Christ for he himself is our peace who has made the two groups one and has destroyed the barrier, the dividing wall of hostility, by setting aside in his flesh the law with its commandments and regulations. His purpose was to create in himself one new humanity, humanity out of the two, thus making peace and in one body to reconcile both of them to God through the cross, by which he put to death their hostility. He came and preached peace to you who were far away and peace to those who were near. For through him, we have we both have access to the Father by one spirit. Consequently, you are no longer foreigners and strangers, but fellow citizens with God's people and also members of his household, built on the foundation of the apostles and the prophets with Christ himself as our chief cornerstone. In him, the whole building is joined together and rises to become a holy temple in the Lord. And in him, you too are being built together to become a dwelling in which God lives by his spirit. Sometimes, Brad, I think reading the Apostle Paul is sort of a tongue-twisting exercise. I thought you said the word manatee in there for a minute there. <laughs> manatee, those hum, big white hum, whales. Yeah, humanity, not manatee. Yeah, so. I might as, who knows what I said. <laughs> I, I get all tongue-tied trying to read Paul sometimes. But there's a lot of great stuff in here. Um, probably more than we have time to to really unpack. But um, let's unpack something from this passage. Uh, what is this passage saying about God or about us? Or like, what's it speaking to, to you and, and to me today, Brad? What's grabbing your attention? Uh, I love the draw near to peace part. Mm. Uh, like that's, you know, something that you just, I mean, it's comforting. Like there is peace and you can be near it. Yeah, I'm trying to find which which exact uh, verse yeah, that was. I gotta find that too. Yeah, 
Uh, 13. 13. We're, okay. we're far away, but have been brought near through the blood of Christ. Yeah. 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 Like once I was this way, mm-hmm. now I'm this way. Once I was far, yep. now I'm near. And the difference is the, 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 the thing that like changed me was the blood of Christ. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I like how he started that, the, the remember part, you know, remember you were that way. And then the blood changed you to be this way. Like, don't forget like what the blood has done for you. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So, so, you know, the beginning of this passage, um, Paul's talking specifically to the Gentiles. So remember in, in Paul's day, there, there was basically two groups of people. There were the Jews, the, the chosen ones, you know, the, the nation that God chose uh, for the redemption of the world, the ones he gave the law to, the, the ones that carried the hope of the coming Messiah that he, that he made a covenant with. You know, God's blessed people to be a blessing to the world. I mean, that's the part we can't forget. That's his purpose for them. And then there's everybody else. You're either, the, you know, one of God's chosen people or you're everyone else, which the term used was the Gentiles. These are the people, like Paul's reminding them, like the ones who were once separated, alienated, outcasts, uh, who have no hope, who are without God, who are far off. And, and Paul is reminding Jews and Gentiles alike um, the, the, the work of the cross, the, the, the work of, of Jesus through his life, death, and resurrection is Everyone is now in. Everyone now has, I I like that word, access. Through him, Mm -hmm. we both, both groups, Jews and Gentiles, have access to the Father by one spirit. And so I think he's calling everybody to, um, like, we are now one in the spirit, so we should be acting and living like one, you know, in the flesh, like in in Mm -hmm. the world. Like, there there should be nothing separating us anymore. No more hostility. There needs to be peace. Yep. Yeah, the only groups are those that love Jesus and those that need to love Jesus. Yeah, yeah, but but God's heart for oneness and, mm-hmm. and His heart, um, you know, for for peace and and just I, I love the I think there's a there's a kind of a, a gentle maybe um, obscure but yet sort of also direct um, reminder to the Jews to the the chosen ones of hey you have no hope apart from Christ either. Mm-hmm. You know, like he says in verse 16, you know, um, you know, right before that, you know, one new humanity out of the two, thus making peace and in one body to reconcile both of them to God through the cross. Yep. The, the, the unifier of, of everybody is we all need this saving, atoning work of the cross to, to be reconciled to God. Yeah, because we're makes- all in need of it. And in verse 11, he makes sure to uh, comment that circumcision is done by men. So, like, you're not saved through circumcision like you never were. Mm-hmm. Like, you're saved through the cross, which was done by God. Yeah. Yes. So, so definitely, like, just for some reason, you know, we, we all need this reminder. Um, we need the cross. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, we're all separated. And in, in fall short of the glory of God, Paul says in Romans. You know, we've all sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Um, we're all in need of a Savior. That that branch that Jeremiah twenty three um, was pointing towards that hope. That hope that he was pointing towards that righteous branch. Mm-hmm. That righteous branch is Jesus. And not only does the cross through the work of the cross are we saved, 
but we're invited into one family. You know, there's only one family. Like it, it's not made up of Jews and Gentiles. It's we're grafted in into one family. We, we, we've been adopted as sons and daughters into one family. And as one family, um, we should exhibit oneness. We should exhibit unity. We should exhibit peace. And what a great word for our, our world today. Because it feels like even among Christians, um, there, there's such, you were mentioning this the other day, like just divisiveness. Mm-hmm. There's things that, that we allow to divide us. And there's things that, that we allow to work us up, you know, into barriers. And, um, you know, th- there's there's some truth and there's some things that, you know, are we need to stand on. I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying like um, we, we need to be mindful and, and careful of, what do we allow to divide us? Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes it's like, it's not the yeah. things that, that should divide us. Yeah. And the things are dividing us that we don't have control over anyways. So, mm-hmm. I mean, just cause you pick a side doesn't make things right or wrong or different. Yeah. Yeah. So, I also like uh, in verse 20, it, it kind of shouts out to Monday's passage talking about um, David building a house for God. Oh, and he talks about how, um, God's household built on the foundation. Like, so he's talking about, so back on you know, Monday, God mm-hmm. says, I don't need you to build me a house. And then today it's talking about, you know, Jesus built himself a household of people. Yeah. And Jesus is the cornerstone. That's such a great imagery. I, I didn't think about that. I, I appreciate you catching that. You know, um, we started the week on Monday. Um, God's saying, you don't need to build me a house. Matter of fact, I'm going to you know, in, in this passage, like I'm building my own house and you're my house. Mm-hmm. You know, you're the building blocks yeah. of my house. You know, um, in him, the whole building is joined together and rises to become a holy temple in the Lord. In him, you two are being built together to become a dwelling in which God lives by his spirit. There's something spiritually that happens when when you know, brothers and sisters dwell together in unity, acknowledging him as the cornerstone, like you said, that, that we be, that, that God inhabits with his presence, you know, and builds like almost like a spiritual, a spiritual dwelling in which he, he inhabits, mm-hmm. in which he is seen and experienced yeah. and put on display. And he's portable. Yeah. He and, can go and do yes. things. Yeah. It yep. doesn't, it doesn't require coming to 11530 Ransom Street on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. Yeah. Um, That's the church building in case you didn't yeah, know that. Like, like this past Sunday, you know, yeah. um, this past Sunday on July 11, the church, you know, the, this, this, the spiritual temple didn't gather in this building. It gathered out at Camp Geneva. I hope, I mean, as we're recording this, you know, that hasn't quite happened yet. Yeah. It's this m- magical thing that's happening. Man's prophesying. We're recording it before it happens and now talking about it has happened. But hopefully that's what's going to happen on July 11 and did happen on July 11 is, you know, we, we, it's not about a specific location. Mm-hmm. It's wherever the body of Christ is gathered um, in unity, in the name of Jesus, Christ dwells, you know, um, the spirit of God inhabits, his presence is with us. And um, what a beautiful thing to be part of the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anything else just stirring up out of out of, out of any of that, Brad, uh, be, before we um, stop this recording today? 
no, I think, I think that sums it up, you know, being, being part of the body of Christ is, uh, is life changing and life giving. And I think, I think we all experienced that over the last year, not being able to meet, yeah, you know, and meeting in different ways and all that. And then just, you know, not, not meeting with people, you know, there's something about just being in a room with somebody mm-hmm. that's, you know, zoom is great and phone calls are fine, but just physically dwelling in the same space with somebody is exponentially different and better than, um, than anything else. So, yeah, I think that's because, uh, yeah, we just, the Jesus in each other, we can get together and mm-hmm. we can be the body. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. Well, listeners, as, as you move through your day today, um, whatever's going on, don't forget that you have access to the father through the Holy spirit. Um, take advantage of that access and, uh, and and rest in this truth. In Christ Jesus, you who were once far away have been brought near by the blood of Jesus. What a wonderful Savior. Uh, Be blessed today.